We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome back to the Six Man Show Post Game Live, presented by Rockham. I'm back. A one night hiatus last night for me. Appreciate old uh, Luke Sylvia for filling in on the post game show last night, but we're back. And unfortunately, we're back with another Orlando Magic loss. Magic lose in Milwaukee, second night of a back to back. Very, very shorthanded. Honestly, put up a great fight. I thought they played very well in a lot of aspects of this game. But obviously, the ones that really mattered, they didn't. And we're going to talk about that tonight. But uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, the Six Man Show Post Game Live is presented by Rockham. Rockham is an amazing company. They make socks. They make underwear of some of your favorite sports teams, favorite pop culture brands as well. And they're a Central Florida company located in Orlando, just down the road from the newly named Kia Center. <laughs> but yeah, you can shop there for, like I said, socks, underwear, uh, all kinds of cool things. And when you do, please be sure you use the code MAGIC20. That'll get you 20% off at checkout at rockham.com, and it supports the six-man show along the way. So big shout-out to Rockham for their partnership with us this season. Ah, man, guys, this is this is a little bit of a bummer one. You know, coming to this game, I expected a loss. We've talked about it on this show. We talked about it on the six-man show. Expected a loss for sure. But to go out there and play relatively well in almost every aspect of the game and still come up short is just a little more painful to me tonight for some reason. Chat, good to be with you tonight. Those of you that are here tonight, always appreciate a little bit of a later night tonight with a central time tip-off and a loss, and not just that, a loss that dragged out forever. I've been sitting here waiting to start this show, but we just kept fouling. Uh, first off, Ty, Mr. TV with the Super Chat. Thank you so much for that. He says, hit the like button and competitive game, J.I. gave Giannis trouble. Jonathan Isaac, good grief. Are you kidding me? This is why the real ones, the real Magic fans know that back in 2020, a lot of us believe if we were healthy, if we had Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon, we would have at least pushed the Bucks to like six or seven games, maybe even beat them. And you can see why. Yeah, Giannis still goes out there and has 30-something. But a lot, a lot of those were obviously garbage time free throws. But you hold Giannis to 11 of 25 from the field? Are you kidding me? 
That's a great night. And yeah, uh, J.I. Just, just owned Giannis tonight. As much as anyone can own Giannis, let me just be very clear. Like Giannis is still going to Giannis, but not a lot of guys that can defend Giannis like Jonathan Knights did tonight. Meh said, we just don't have shooting. Yeah. It's literally the difference in the game tonight. It's crazy. Um, yeah. That, that, I, obviously, I'm going to talk about the game here in a little bit, but that's the difference. Free throw shooting, three-point shooting, literally the difference. Karen says we don't have consistent shooting. Yep. Matt says give, give Caleb's minutes away, please. Matt, I hear you, but to whom? Because Caleb is in right now because Joe Ingles and Jalen Suggs are out. So, like, who's going to – who, who you know? Like, we're just so shorthanded at this point. We're not even talking about Markell. It's just, like, minutes have to go somewhere. You're on the second night of a back-to-back. Guys need a rest. Who are you going to bring in? You know? It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And to be fair, I didn't think Caleb was awful tonight. Like, yeah, we need a better player in his spot, but I don't think he was terrible tonight. Metro Boomin Cam says we're not going to win again until our shooting is at least decent, especially since our defense has slipped a lot. Yes, about the shooting. Yes, about the defense has slipped a lot. However, I would argue the defense was pretty dang good tonight. I'd say so. Considering your opponent, considering second night of back-to-back, I thought defense was pretty good tonight. Matthew Kennison says I'm ready to trade Harris like now. Oh, yeah, Gary Harris, man. Oh, yeah, he's on this shooting slump, obviously. But then he adds it tonight with two fouls of Damian Lillard beyond the three-point line. Like, you have you have Gary Harrison there for shooting, for defense, and for veteran leadership. Defense, I, I still think he's okay. Shooting is gone. And veteran leadership doesn't look like those two fouls on threes. I don't know, man. Especially the one at the end of the shot clock, the one before that, where if you ask me, it's it's a foul. On, or sorry, the one after that, if you ask me, it's a foul on the floor. It shouldn't have been three free throws, but the one at the end of the shot clock was just stupid. It was that was like a rookie mistake. Very disappointing from Gary Harris. Ty says, "I wish I just wish we stop forcing threes and keep attacking, even though we can't get foul calls." Okay, two things with this for me. I thought for. Maybe 70% of this game, the Magic did a really good job of not forcing threes, but taking threes within the offense. Obviously not making them, but like not forcing them. But there were stretches of this game, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, where I definitely felt they were they were just chucking, trying to get back into the game. Fortunately, it wasn't the whole game. Like I felt like Miami last night, it was more of the game of, of that. Whereas tonight... I thought they did a good job for the most part taking threes in the offense. Second part of your comment, Ty, we can't get foul calls. Man, I was so frustrated with the officials tonight. And it's not a it's not a free throw discrepancy thing in the fact that I thought Milwaukee got a bunch of, of fouls they, they didn't deserve. I, I don't think that's true at all. I thought I thought Milwaukee got, got to the line. Uh this the num the amount of times that I would expect from what I saw. What I didn't like was the fact that the Bucks were granted the ability to play very physical defense and our guys could not get to the line. Like I thought there were there were numerous drives by Paolo, by Franz, Mo Wagner a couple times at the rim. 
that were absolute fouls. I think of the Jonathan Isaac where he tried to jump up with a putback dunk, got shoved in the back, no call. I'm thinking about the Cole Anthony. There was there was a shot where he took like a one of his like running jumpers in the lane. Guy's got an elbow in his back, no call. I mean, the Bucks were able to to be very physical on the defensive end in a way that the Magic are not. Okay. Now, as I say many times on the show, I don't believe officiating is the reason you lost this game. You lost this game because you couldn't shoot the basketball. However, it's just it adds it adds to the frustration of a night like tonight. Matthew Kennison says Franz needs to step away from the three-point line for a while. It's very cringeworthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Franz three-point thing is something. Obviously, he hits one in the fourth quarter, but it's a little too late. Too little too late. Uh, let's see. Michael says, welcome back, Kevin. Why can't we make a three-close one tonight? Go Magic. Hit that like button. Yeah. It's rough, man. Really rough. Um... Uh, let's see. I'm just going to kind of... I, I talk for a long time, so I'm trying to skip ahead here. <laughs> yeah, Steven says, Gary couldn't buy a three all game and then hits the deepest one as time expires. I know. I thought the same thing. It's like, of course. Of course you hit that one. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, a lot of you saying we need to make moves. Whether it's bringing somebody in or sending people out, obviously you have to do one to do the other, but you know what I'm saying. Um, We'll see. Obviously, this stretch coming up here with some really difficult opponents is going to tell us what the front office will do. I think if the Magic continue to struggle in this stretch, I think it's very possible that we see a move. I don't think it's going to be any kind of big splashes, but we'll see. All right, here's my thoughts on this game, guys. I I already kind of jumped into them a little bit. Uh, the start of this game was, I was terrified. That first six minutes or so of this game, the Bucks just blitzed the Magic, got up 10, I think, 11 maybe. And we're like, oh, goodness, here we go. It's going to be a long night in Milwaukee. But credit to the Magic. The second half of the first quarter, the Magic were dialed in. They looked great. They looked really good on both ends. Uh, ended up having a lead after the first quarter. I think it was like 31-28. Um, credit to the Magic. Then Jonathan Isaac comes in in the second quarter, well, into the first quarter and into the second quarter, and just, we already talked about it a little bit, but just absolutely bodies Giannis. Like, yeah, Giannis is going to get his. Giannis scored on him a few times. But Jonathan Isaac also straight up blocked him three times, defended him well on several other possessions, poked the ball away on another for a steal. Jonathan Isaac was just terrific on Giannis tonight. And again, you hold Giannis to 11 of 25 from the field. That's, I mean, you're not going to get much better than that against Giannis. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah, we talked about officiating already. I I, I started to see it, especially in the second quarter and then some in the third and fourth as well. Just I just mentioned, I'm not going to talk about it again, but just the the amount of physical defense, quote-unquote physical defense, that the Bucs were allowed to play tonight and get away with not not fun, especially for a team that's already frustrated. It just adds to the frustration. You already can't buy a bucket on one end, like when you're open. So when you try to do, quote-unquote, the right thing based on how our offense is structured and how our offense thrives, that's putting your head down and getting to the rim or putting your head down trying to get an offensive rebound or whatever it is, and you're getting smacked on the arms and shoved in the back and whatever to no call, 
it's just, it's just got to be really frustrating for those guys. It's frustrating for us as fans too, you know. Um, you trailed the half by three, 59-56. I thought the first half was very competitive and entertaining. Mo was sensational the first half. He had 15 in France with 12. The Wagner brothers combining for 27. Um, but the first half, obviously the big difference was three-point shooting, which, again, what happened in the second half. 2 of 10 from 3 seven for the Magic and 7 of 20 from 3 for the Bucks. It's uh, Obviously, the trend would continue in the second half. I, I do have to say credit to the Magic, okay? Credit to the Magic because they, they could have very easily rolled over tonight. Like, they had everything stacked against them. Second night of a back-to-back, coming up against a great Milwaukee team with Giannis, frustrating officiating, uh, couldn't buy a bucket from distance, and yet they kept battling all night long. Got it down to one or two possession games several times in the second half. Obviously had a lead several times in the second half, but even in the fourth quarter, when it looked like things were getting away from them, they still kept battling, kept fighting literally to the very end. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously just comes up, come up a little bit short. Oh yeah, we have the one Chicago Bulls fan is here. Wow. Glad we made you a fan of the show. Hey, thanks for giving the six-man show a view tonight. CV God, glad you're back, even though we're not playing the Bulls. But um, I'm sorry, the Celtics. You're a Celtics fan. Uh, glad uh, glad you're here. A proof that the Celtics uh, still are bothered by the Magic and that Magic fans are in the Celtics' heads. So, again, CV God, glad you're here, man. Uh, got nothing better to do on your Thursday night than hang out with Magic fans. So glad you're here. <laughs> and thanks for giving the six-man show a view. <laughs> Bum. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, let's take a look at the box score because it's, 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 you know, this is a game that uh, the box score will say everything. This isn't always the case in basketball, right? Sometimes the box score doesn't say it all, but there's a couple of stats in here that are literally the difference. Literally the difference, okay? All right, uh, CV, you get one more chance. I'm about to ban you out of here. I'm not going to have any trolls in here. All right, um... Franz, Franz's best game in a long time. Obviously, from distance, not great. Still shoots shoots sixteen percent from the field, or from three. But as far as within the three point line, it was great. You know, let's see here. Let's give him the old band. There we go. CV's gone. Don't worry, guys. Have a nice time, CV. Thanks for the view. Appreciate it. Drop a like while you're here. Uh, <laughs> Franz Wagner, thirteen twenty three from the field. Great from the interior tonight. Obviously, three-point shooting, terrible. Free throw shooting, two of four from the line. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's crazy, man. Franz is just in the ultimate slump right now. One of the most efficient scorers in the in at least for the Magic the last couple of years just cannot cannot take care of business from the free throw line or three-point line of late. He does get six boards, six assists, a steal. Only two turnovers, 29 points. Again, Franz was very, very good tonight. Very good tonight. It's just, once again, the three-point shot is letting him down. Paolo somehow goes three of five from three. And if you take away his three-pointers, he was three of 12 from two. Like, I mean, just the total opposite. But once again, I think a lot of that had to do with him trying to get to the... Now, part of it is, I don't want... I don't want to lead with the officiating here. Part of it is, don't get me wrong, between Giannis and Brooke Lopez and even Bobby Portis, it is a difficult 
it's difficult to finish at the rim against the Bucks. I get that. Don't get me wrong. I think also part of that, though, was Paolo getting to the rim and probably was fouled on three, four, five of those that wasn't called, and that's going to make his numbers look you know, even worse. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, 8 of 10 from the free throw line for Paolo. Also added seven boards, four assists, a block, and only two turnovers, 23 points. So you get Paolo and Franz combining for, what is that, 52 points? That's a great night. That's a great night for Paolo and Franz combined. Obviously, you want the efficiency to be better from two for Paolo and from three for Franz. But all in all, it was pretty good from those guys. Wendell, not so much. Very quiet. Now, obviously, that has a lot to do with what he has to do on the defensive end on, on a night like tonight where he's coming up against um, either he's matched up with Giannis and good luck with that, or he's got to track uh, Brooke Lopez all the way out to three-point line. <laughs> but he goes 2 of 6 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3. Four boards, two assists, a block, four points for him. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Mofun Gazzo? I don't know how you say that. Mofun Gazzo says, I miss some Papa John's, Kevin. I know, man. I know. We'll get some soon. I think we're going to get some, hopefully, after Saturday's game. I hope. I really think we can beat Indiana, but we'll see. <laughs> he says, I miss Papa John's, too. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh, man. Gary. Gary Harris, 14 points on 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, uh, 2 boards, 5 assists. I'm surprised he was 2 of 6. I guess that's because, like we said, he made that shot at the end. So he was 1 of 5 before garbage time from 3. And if my memory serves me correctly, all 5 of those are just wide, wide open. Wide open. Man. Man. Come on, Gary. Come on. We need you, bro. Need him out of this slump so bad, especially with Jalen out. Who knows? I, I assume Jalen will be back on, on Saturday, but, man, we got to have that. Anthony Black, silent from the field tonight, did not take a shot and went one of two from the free throw line. I mean, you know, 
is what it is. I thought he played good defense on Dame when he was given that opportunity. That was kind of fun to see. I bet that was a really fun experience for him getting to do that. Uh, but yeah, offensively, obviously, there's nothing there. Mo Wagner, sensational tonight. Absolutely sensational. 21 points on 10 of 15 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. Also had 8 boards, 2 assists, a block, a steal. I mean, what more do you want from Mo? He was great. He was great. Cole Anthony tonight, mixed bag for me. Yeah, he has 18 points, 7 of 17 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3, hit all 3 of his free throws. Did get 11 boards. That dude's a menace on the glass, as, long, as well as 6 assists, 2 steals. The reason why I say it was a mixed bag for me, I felt like Cole... Several possessions tonight, two, three, four possessions maybe, totally forced it. Totally went into a little bit of some old habits of forcing shots that we saw early on in his career. That was a little bit disappointing. Part of it was, obviously, we're playing from behind and Cole's trying to be the spark. But Cole's done such a good job this year of playing within the offense. And I felt there were a couple times tonight that he regressed a little bit and forced up some bad shots. Jam Hot Chicken, another sponsor of the Six Man Show, says, Tough week, y'all. It'll get better. Gotta believe. Wait till we get Fultz back. Missing Ingles, too. Asking a lot from AB right now. Merry Christmas, producer Kev. See you soon. Go Magic. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, Jam Hot Chicken. Uh, if you guys don't know Jam Hot Chicken, I'm fantastic. Chicken joint in Winter Park. A great place to go uh, check out. If you're a fan of hot chicken, you should definitely go. But even chicken in general. You get their uh, get their uh, the chicken that if you're not uh, into spicy food, they offer their chicken without you know the heat and it is still just as good. I promise you. Even if you're not into spicy, we've talked to some people like ah oh, I don't do spicy, then just get the one with no spice and it's freaking dang good. They got great coleslaw, all kinds of other stuff, man. Appreciate Jam Hot Chicken, Andrew and the crew. Thank you guys so much for all your support. And yeah, things will definitely definitely get better. Uh, Jonathan Isaac offensively, eh, you know, this season, there hasn't been a whole lot to get excited about offensively from Jonathan Isaac. He's had a couple of spurts, a couple of fun moments in some games, but most games it's complete silence. Now, part of it is also he only played 14 minutes tonight, which is very disappointing. I know it's the second night of a back-to-back. I don't recall off the top of my head how many minutes he played last night. Um... But, man, you'd love to have him out there for more than 14 minutes the way he was playing Giannis. Uh, he has four points on two of seven from the field. I thought he took a three tonight, but I guess he didn't. Missed his only free throw. Four boards, a steal, three blocks. All three blocks and the steal were directly on Giannis. Had one turnover. That was when he stepped out of bounds. Caleb Houston tonight. <laughs> ah, plays 18 minutes. I thought defensively he was okay. Offensively, he just does what he does, which is fire up triples. And he went 0 of 3 tonight, unfortunately. Also added a rebound and a block. But guys, I mean, this is the difference right here. The shooting here, you go 8 of 33 from 3 for 24%. And 16 of 23 from the free throw line for 69%. In a game, you lose by 4. You lose by 4 points. Meanwhile, the Bucks they cooled off in the second half, to be fair. Because they ended up only going 11 of 37 from three for 29%. So, obviously, the percentages wasn't great, but they still made three more threes than you in a game you lost by four. So, do the math. 
I mean, that's what's that's what's crazy. That's oh, man. This is this is harkening back to some magic seasons of old, and by old I mean the last couple seasons, where the margin for error for this magic team was so small that they had they just there were a couple things different on those nights when we would lose, and you had a chance to win the game. Early on in the season, when the Magic were, were playing really well and on a streak, that we felt like the margin for error was much wider. Like the Magic were able to make more mistakes, able to not shoot the ball as well, and yet they still found ways to win. Right now, it feels like that margin for error is microscopic once again. And tonight is another example of that because, again, you make one three, which makes you nine of 33 from three instead of eight, which only puts you up to like 26% from three. It's not like we're asking you to shoot. You forty percent. You make one more three and one more free throw, and you're in this game. You know, asking you to shoot twenty seven percent from three and seventy two percent from the free throw line is not that much to ask for. But that's what those margins are like right now. It's just tough, especially against a team like Milwaukee. You know, like there's just not a margin for error for these kinds of things. Adam makes a great point. We mentioned it earlier, but it's it's worth mentioning again. He says, I love the fight in this team. That's the thing. This team was obviously back up against the wall to begin with. It's the second night of a back-to-back. You're playing a, a well-rested Milwaukee team who has been home for, this is, was their ninth straight game at home, a nine-game homestand. Like, are you kidding me? Who gets that? We've never had a nine-game homestand. Anyway, backs up against the wall. You're also down a bunch of guys, obviously. No Jalen tonight. Already no Joe Ingles. You're still missing Markel. And then, obviously, you're, you're behind the eight ball during the game. You know, you get down early, like to start the game. They go up 10. You claw back into it. They go on another run. You claw back into it. It goes back and forth. You know, I, you can't hit a shot. The, you know, Milwaukee, I thought, was allowed to play some pretty physical defense. All of these things stacked up against you, but the team never stopped fighting. And again, that's, that's typical Jamal Mosley team fashion, but... You know, still just wasn't enough tonight. Wasn't enough. As far as the Bucks go, I mean, Dame, uh, look at this. 24 points on 5 of 17 from the field. That's a really quiet night from Dame. You you hold him to 29% from 3. Obviously, he goes 4 of 8 from 3. Uh, sorry, 29% from the field. He goes 4 of 8 from 3. Obviously, that's good. But then he goes 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Wait, I just realized the only person to miss free throws tonight was Giannis. Middleton hit all of his. Brooke hit Lopez hit all of his. Dame hit all of his. Pat Connaughton hit all of his. The only person to miss from the free throw line was Giannis. And of course, of course, Giannis Antetokounmpo goes 15 of 19 from the free throw line against the Magic. Because why not? Why not have something else go against us tonight? Let's have Giannis shoot 15 of 19 from the free throw line. Like, man, everything just, nothing would go our way tonight. Nothing in that regard. Oh man, it's frustrating. But again, this is this Bucks team has been rolling. I know we've talked about the defense for the Magic a lot lately. The Magic's defense was actually good tonight, guys. It was actually good. I know they end up giving 118 points. How many of those points though were free throws down the stretch in garbage time? Several. Okay. And yes, I know it was 118 points, but as they mentioned on the broadcast, David and Jeff, this Bucks team on the previous eight games of this homestand averaged 134 points per game. Again, I said averaged. That means they had plenty of games over that. So you hold them to 118 tonight again with, I don't know, maybe eight of those points coming in garbage time, free throws. 
the, the defense tonight was good. It really was. You hold the Bucks to that that low scoring total, that low percentages, 42% from the field, 29% from three. That's a good defensive performance. We just could not shoot the basketball. That's it. That's, that's what it comes down to, period. End of discussion. Some of these team stats here, points in the paint. The Magic beat the Bucks in points in the paint. That's terrific. Terrific considering who they have over there with Giannis. But um, Milwaukee got out running a lot tonight. Obviously, that's not super atypical, you know, with Giannis, but a lot of their other guys, well, anyway, it is what it is. It's a high scoring team. They they are gonna get fast break points. Um, they have the biggest lead of 15 tonight. Uh, bench points again, the Magic win that with 43. Obviously, Mo and Cole were basically it. What did the the rest of our bench outside of Mo and Cole scored? Uh, four. Well, there you go. <laughs> the rest of our bench scored four points outside of those two guys. That's not good. Only seven turnovers for the Magic tonight. That's terrific. And uh, Milwaukee with 13 turnovers. Magic toward 14 points off those turnovers. Uh, let's see, chat. Um, still a lot of talks about trades. I, I don't know if I'm... I don't know if... I, I can tell you, I definitely have not spent a lot of time thinking about trades. So a couple of you have asked what I think. I I don't know yet. Maybe it's something I can chew on over the weekend. But Steven says, Giannis should not be able to take 20 seconds to shoot a free throw. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous the amount of time that he gets to take those free throws. It is painful. It's painful. It is not basketball. It's so annoying. I'm not a Giannis hater necessarily, but that, that stuff is just annoying. Man. Sean says, love the fight, but how long can you placate a star like Paolo with a losing culture saying that don't want to force a bad trade? This sucks. I think that's a little bit rushed. Okay, Sean. I hear the idea you're saying, but this is not a losing culture. This is not a losing culture at all in Orlando right now. Just because just because a team is losing games is not a losing culture in my eyes. This team is playing basketball together as a unit. There is accountability. The coaching staff is on top of these players. A losing culture is like, for example, what's happening in Washington right now. It's a terrible basketball team with zero responsibility, a terrible ownership that literally does not care. They do not care what happens on the basketball court for the Washington Wizards. They just care about paychecks in cashing in. But however, what's happening in Orlando, and even if you say losing culture, this is still a winning basketball team with a winning record for now. We'll see how long we can hold on to that. I And I understand it does suck. This sucks for sure. I, I don't think we're at that point though. I would not call us losing culture. I don't think Powell is anywhere near wanting to force a bad trade, you know? So hopefully not. Hopefully not. David Erickson says the Kia name is ruining everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now. All right, guys, let's take a look at uh, just the last little bit of team stats. We already talked about the three-point shooting. It's bad for both teams, just worse for the Magic. You get out-rebounded. You know, Milwaukee's a great rebounding team. That doesn't, and it's only by six, so it doesn't really bother me that much. Um, yeah, pretty much all these were what we saw in the other one. Let's look at some other scores in the league. 
Oh, man. Let's see here. Yep, Magic lose by four. The Timberwolves are just rolling. They've got a seven-point lead over the Lakers right now. The Wizards, as I just got done bashing their entire organization, currently lead the Trailblazers by 13. <laughs> Look at this, guys. The, the Utah Jazz defeat the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons' 25th consecutive loss. Are you kidding me? I cannot imagine what it is like as a Pistons fan right now. I can't imagine. You know, if you think back to those of us who were Magic fans, unfortunately, in 2003-2004, when we had a 19-game losing streak, I believe it was. We won 21 games that year. Um, That was painful. And, or I should say, however, that team had no direction, had no future. Like, it was a bunch of, you know... It was just it was a patchwork of a team as we were getting ready to rebuild. The thing with Detroit that's so interesting is they've been rebuilding and they have a very on paper a strong future core, and uh, yet they cannot buy a win. So rough for them. Uh, Cavs lose to the Pelicans. Bulls won again. Bulls are Bulls are playing well right now, guys. Glad we don't have to worry about draft picks with them anymore because the Bulls are, Bulls are figuring some things out. Obviously, it's the Spurs who are terrible, but still, you win by 20 for the Chicago, you know? You did what you got to do. Look at this, though. This is the one that's really important tonight. Memphis beats the Pacers, okay? Pacers are reeling right now. They are, they are not playing as they were to start the season. Why is that important? That's because that's where the Magic go on Saturday. Before we talk about Saturday's game... Let's take a look at the standings. Magic still hanging on by a thread to that fourth seed. I believe the Knicks play tomorrow. Let's see here. No, they don't play again until Saturday. Okay. So the Magic will hang on to that four seed. Um, maybe, well, maybe, no, they, they drop to five if Miami wins tomorrow. But either way, hanging around four seed. We'll see what happens on Saturday. As I was talking about the Pacers, here are the Pacers. They are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. The Magic Force are 4-6 and six in their last 10 now, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, so Saturday's game, guys. You got to win that one. That's all I'm going to say. You got to win Saturday's game. I, th I think you should win that game. I think you're better than the Pacers. I think you match up well with the Pacers. We proved that earlier this season. However, the Pacers are desperate for a win, just like the Magic, and the Pacers are looking for revenge because the Magic trounced them earlier this season. So what's going to give? I don't know. But I really believe that this team will win on Saturday. I really do. I think you'll get Jalen back, and I, I think it's I, you got to win it. you got to win it. Because after that, it gets a little crazy. Obviously... Chat, I'll take your final thoughts now before we close this out. Obviously, next week, you do get to go to Washington to play the Wizards, who I just bashed their organization, which means they'll probably beat us because I just ran my mouth. Um, but yeah, you, sh you should beat the Pacers. You should beat the Wizards. Then after that, it's that whole gauntlet of the Sixers, and then you go out, you know, after that, a couple, you know, about a week later, you go out west and all that stuff. It's going to be a mess. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting, guys. I'll be back Saturday. For that game, again, against the Pacers, it's a 7 p.m. tip time in Indiana. We'll be here after that for the Six Man Show Post Game Live. Um, trying to think. 
that's that's it for us we don't have any episodes or anything else coming out between now and then so yeah just enjoy your friday i know a lot of people are off you know getting ready to celebrate the holiday weekend coming up we'll see you guys saturday after the game thanks for tuning in and let's go magic Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.